following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthling. Uh, his Highness the Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Virginia. I think Jackal's a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you good. The Jackal. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. And with me now is a friend of mine who I've known for a very long time. He's an, uh, an author. He's a, a former internet broadcaster, which he's retired from. He's also a retired musician. He's from northern Ohio, northwest Ohio to, to be exact. And I'm not going to hold that against him, but he's a fabulous gentleman. He's uh, been somebody uh, whose work I've admired and, and really enjoyed for a long time. He's got some really exciting news about his work. And uh, let's uh, go ahead and chat, uh, chop it up with uh, the man himself, Paul Eisen. How you doing, my friend? Uh, I know you're no longer in the swamp, so how's the uh, the, uh, the weather treating you down there? Ah, uh, the weather here, it's <laughs> it's been weird. We We had the weird storms. You know, with the popcorn lightning stuff that just stood still and did all that kind of happy hoopla. And I've seen, had a couple UFO sightings since we've talked and all that kind of cool stuff. And then I was lucky enough to get involved with Angry Eagle Publishing and get my work published instead of self-published. So... um, well, let's go right into the book because, uh, you know, I was going to uh, segue into that, but let's jump right into it. Now, you were self-publishing, and uh, that's tough to do. So with the new publisher, this is a uh, re-release of your original work, right? At the moment, it's re-release of original work. Okay. Um, my book, first book was Immortals Among Us, and the second book was Twisted Life. Twisted Life was about uh, time travel. Right. But um, Immortals Among Us, uh, Life as a Human, was about basically um, the immortals who at one time in world history were the pagan gods and so on. And now they just walk amongst the earth as, as humans and try not to be, you know, get in trouble and be detected. And if they do slip up, then their magic is supposed to be witchcraft and not something a immortal would do. That came out originally, what, in 2020? So it's been about, what, three years? Yeah, it's been about three years. Uh, Angry Eagle uh, released um, Immortals Among Us. It is now a digital uh, in digital format. It's on Kindle, three, uh, $2.99 in Kindle. Or um, if you've got that Kindle special thing going on and it's free. Mm-hmm. And uh, that book, um, I, I'm excited simply because I will now be able to put it into audio format. And it's like sixth in line. I've got like five or six books ahead of me to be put into audio format first before this book is put into audio format. I have been getting really awesome reviews even the woman that edited my book was was you know she loved it cool and um the friend who i had been friends with for a long time she owned a magic shop in toledo you know about 
no, 20 miles away from me. But at the time that I first met her, she was only a few miles away from me and she owned this shop. And so we knew each other and I saw her in the shop a few, you know, six months back or whatever it was uh, on the east side of Toledo. And she's in there and she says, I'm an author now. And I said, so am I. She says, who's your publisher? I said, I don't have one. I'm self-published. And she says, here. And she gives me the name of her publisher. And it's like, boom, ba, bing. There we go. I've got a publisher. And it's, Angry Eagle Publishing is into zombie apocalypse type of stuff or anything that's apocalyptic. But um, she publishes other stuff, too. It's indie publishing. It's kind of like indie music. Right. It's, it's through uh, indie authors instead. Um, and this publisher is awesome because she doesn't require me to pay her. She pays me. Mm, you, cannot, you can literally <laughs> find a publisher these days. It's not a major publisher that will pay you. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's becoming more and more uh, rare because I, I think it has to do with, uh, you know, how a lot of people are, you know, are making that mistake of self-publishing. Uh, so it's it's kind of like they're almost going against the grain. But uh, I think that's why a lot of uh, publishers are just like, why pay? You know, like it's, uh, but, it, you know, you're right. It is hard to find a good publisher that actually pays the author. And, uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah and the, the one the big hurdle you find with self-publishing is mm -hmm. one, getting your book out there. Yeah. For two, finding somewhere where you can do book signings to get your book out there. Three, Amazon blows chunks. If you order your paperback novels, it's going to take you up to like two and a half months to get your paperback yeah. novels <laughs> yeah. because yeah. they put you way back in line. You yeah. know, where and you can't use Prime or anything, and, and and they screw you around. They don't care. They want you to use the digital format is what they're right. looking for you to use. Well, especially uh, now with the audio, uh, Audible, and everything they're using not to like do the uh, the voiceovers for the uh, the audio version of these books. Uh, that's big business for them. So I mean, they they want to turn, yeah, they want to turn a lot business. of books. Uh, Amazon owns the biggest audio company that there is. Yeah. And there is a big to do. You can talk with Brian Anderson and he'll mm -hmm. explain it to you about what the problems with uh, being an audio creator. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it's freaking unbelievable. And, and then they don't want to pay you. And when they do want to pay you, they say they're going to pay you one thing. And that's not always the case. And you go, what? And you try to contact him and they go, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the uh, uh, famous Indian accent over the line that uh, doesn't speak English too well. They like to uh, have you circle back and uh, drive you nuts, don't they? They, they yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, I, so I'm fed up with, with anything. I mean, self-publishing is a great way to learn how to do your stuff. Yeah. Uh, and be very, very careful of if you do find a publisher uh, of of how you go about talking with them and signing any contract with them. And a publisher is supposed to pay you. 
You're not supposed to pay the publisher. You're not supposed mm -hmm. to give them $5,000 for this and $5,000 for that. You're not supposed to do that. They pay you. You're the artist, correct? Yeah. You are the artist. They pay you. And, and thus, you know, they read your work and reject it. And that's the biggest downfall that there is that they reject it but you can't take that personally because they have so many other authors out there at the same time that are uh wanting them to look at their work and so there's there's always somebody better than you no not, not only that you don't want to burn a bridge because they they can burn you with their connections also you, i mean you, exactly you don't yeah. so you you have to be very very careful yeah. But the biggest thing I can tell you is that you're not supposed to pay anybody to publish your work. All right. You're that uh, you're supposed to get paid. You know, so I get paid. Uh, I have to pay. Let me throw the clause in there. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right. I have to buy my books at author price, not full price, but mm -hmm. I have to buy my book. I can order 20. I can order up to a thousand books at a time, but I have to pay for those books because I'm new. I'm not one of her authors that makes her $10,000 a month. So until I get to that status, she can't afford to throw money at me in that way. You know, what I'm do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, so I, I have to the, the, what I was going to say is because you're a retired musician, it's very similar to the music industry. It is. Yeah. It is. It's like uh, there there's some places where you can uh, get your um, music recorded. Yeah. But if you want copies of that in CD format or whatever format, you get to pay for it. Mm -hmm. You have to, You there, there's a place where you take your music and you put it up on their server and you try to sell it through their server um and that's what i did for a while with with one of my cds and sold next to nothing but because then <laughs> i couldn't promote it you know i wasn't able to promote it proper uh but i had to pay if i wanted copies of my cd i had to buy them yeah not only that um you know the profit margin when the CDs do sell. It's very small. So, I mean, if you're putting out money on your end and your profit margin is very small, it's like you're working just to put stuff out there and you're still struggling. Yeah. So, and, yeah, I, I mean, at least, it, and I've noticed this, Paul, in music, uh, it's, a, it's become a little bit different now because a lot of, you know, musicians have figured that part of the game out as, you know, as it stands. And, I, you know, they've gone a little bit more wise uh, to the whole process. So you see a lot of, of more musicians putting their stuff on YouTube and monetizing it that way. And, you know, they understand that concerts, you know, is really what dominates uh, how much money they, they bring in. That, that concerts are what brings in the money, but only right, after right. they have promoted the bands that they want, that they right. think, without a doubt, will make them the money to bring in the money for the concerts. Is what it, It's all about money. Right, um, yeah. Authors have figured the same thing out. It's like, okay, I'm going to... You've got your authors that will write 
short novels so they can make a series. Mm-hmm. And they'll spend four hours a day writing. And then they'll spend four hours a day or better in the sound booth recording for somebody else's audio novel. Mm-hmm. And that's where the fucking money is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Now, are they allowing you to keep, you know, your publishing rights? I get uh, Yes, all everything is mine. I, I own everything. That's that's great. They own the Angry Eagle owns publishing rights. They, but I own my copyright. The copyright is mine. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny because you know, being a um, musician myself. One of the first things that I was told was when you record every, anything for any company, make sure you keep your masters and your copyright. So that's the most important thing for an artist. And I, over the years, yeah. have seen so many young, oh, really good artists yeah. that don't know that. And they make money for the companies. The companies made money well, and they were broke after. You know, they had even even the, the, the musicians that know it, they'll go mm-hmm. out and they'll, they'll spend a couple hundred dollars copywriting their stuff. And then someone comes up to them and sign this and we're going to give you a hundred grand to do this. But you have to sign this and sell us the copyright to your material. And unless you, and you have to buy that copyright back from them at whatever price they want to charge you yeah uh, before you make any money from your own stuff yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy uh and and it was so much easier i think back in the uh, you know pre-internet and you know the pre-modern uh way we, we do things now uh, so it's getting a little bit better, I think, in that sense for musicians. But for authors, there's so little wiggle room to promote and make money. It's not like you can go on, on a concert tour and sell out arenas, you know, and make money that way. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit tougher to uh, go ahead and, and, you know, do the whole nation tour well, and people, uh, be a successful paid author, you know what I mean? What you When you begin... As an author, you don't understand the meaning of getting your book reviewed. Yeah. And getting it reviewed by the right people, which that's one of the things I'm working on now is getting my stuff reviewed by the right people. Mm -hmm. And, And you have to have your stuff reviewed by the right people so that they will tell, like, the Toledo Blade will not promote my book for me if it's not reviewed by someone that they approve of. Uh, Not all libraries are like this, but the Toledo Main Library is the same way. It has to be approved or approved. It has to be reviewed by a certain group of people for them to be able to put it in the library, which I think is a bunch of crap. At least that's the way it was when I last had checked. and so the biggest thing, like I said, is getting it out there and getting people interested in it. You know, it's, you know, Immortals Among Us is witches, uh, Immortals pretending to be witches pretending to be human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's the that's quote. That's the head that scratches. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. Um, 
but people say you tell people this that don't know you and they look at it they look at you know i have my book at somebody's shop that it's got they got a tattoo shop and it's kind of like spencer's and stuff like that inside and my book was in there and rarely did somebody even bother to look at the damn thing and when they would look at it it's like oh oh well this is interesting um oh but i don't have any cash on me right now mm. and you know they turn around and walk out or something you know but you got to keep your head up yeah yeah no I, i'm sure that gets tiring after a while <laughs> i just go into the same premises i take life anyway I don't give a <laughs> Now let's get into the uh, the book. It's, like we said, this is a reprint uh, of the original. Uh, for those who have not uh, well, read it or are not familiar with the book, let's go over a little recap because it is a, a fantasy book. Um, it's uh, it, the caption here says, "Enter the secret magic world, one filled with immortals pretending to be mortals, pretending to be witches, which again is a head scratcher." The fantasy novel deals with uh life in two worlds um and i see which threw me off by the way you updated the front cover um now you're using the same illustrator or a different illustrator for this this one? is the publisser's illustrator ah, so my, my buddy brian got when, my... when brian <laughs> when brian decided brian bolton's the one that made yeah. the original cover we all know this and you know it's like and nothing against brian but the publisher found that the little wizard guy that was on the cover was copywritten already oh wow brian swears up and down no it's not no it's not and yes it is it's copywritten by another author who created it for a children's book uh yeah can't do so that. the publisher had me redo or she redid did the uh, the cover and the castle is that castle exists over uh in europe i forget which castle it is but i told her i said hey make this into a black and white and we can use this as a, and you can come up with a dragon no it's a nice cover man it's legit i was looking at it i was like you know damn this is like the best cover i've seen out of uh, like your entire collection and, and you know and, and especially on amazon the you know the ones that are unavailable yeah you know the, the older ones uh you know this is a like a really nice looking cover so uh for those well, who haven't you. read it yeah i mean they're, they're doing really good work on this so my hat's off to them not trying to knock uh brian he's a he's a good friend also you know he he's a buddy but uh, no, this is the. Oh yeah, not to knock. I'm not knocking. Brian. Everybody <laughs> makes mistakes. He did the cover, and he did that for nothing. Yeah. And that was awesome work for you know, for for what it, you know it was worth, and it did. And I do like the cover. I still have one book existing left, or actually two, with that cover. Um, and uh, we're going back just to jump back uh, real quick. And, you know those little libraries that they have, the little stands with the books in them. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that you you want to buy books of your own books is that you can sneak around and stick those, stick your books inside those libraries, and people see them in there and they read them. Yeah. You know. 
that's a psychological way to get your uh, your name out there. <laughs> well, it's one way of trying. No, but, you know, the book has lots of drama in it. Uh, it's immortals. The the immortals in the book kind of act like humans a lot. You know, there's jealousy. One immortal kidnaps another. His sister, who is another immortal, and um, there's lying and deceit and love affairs and broken hearts and everything else involved in the book you know so so are we, we going to do the trilogy and put all you know these out in the immediate future like bam 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 one back to back to back or how long do we have to wait for the next one well um we've got immortals that's out there now and then we're going to have the the time travel book twisted life that's going to be out next right and as soon as I'm done, and I'm having somebody look at what I've already, well, some of what I've already written now, who is a fellow author, fellow author friend of mine, and she's reading some of it, and she was flabbergasted. The, the one I put the really good review on Amazon, she's reading what I have written now. And, uh, oh, okay, cool. That book will be done when it's done. <laughs> I can't say it any other way than that. The book will be done when it's done because when you write a book, you rewrite that book. Yes. And then that... you rewrite that book. And sometimes you rewrite that book again. And, and then, then you, you, and the then publisher you do what I looks did at it and, and says, I want you to redo this. Yeah. And then you do what I did and you ask a friend like I did to you. And I'm like, can you read my book when it's done so you can tell me where I messed up? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, um, and people have been suddenly asking me to do the, the same thing you asked me to do. I don't have time. I am so busy uh, doing this, that, and the other thing. And I've got the grandkid to take care of, and I got the yard stuff to take care of at the house, and I got other stuff going on in my life that I don't really have the time to read. And, and I was talking with Jen, uh, Jennifer the uh, author she asked me to read you know some of her stuff on her latest book and i'm going where am i going to find the time to do this you know i mean and, and jen is great she's been she's been a great help you know um and she's the uh, owner of the old uh, magic shop i was telling you about too yep so um Okay, um, now here's a question for you. Um, have you had the itch to go back into internet broadcasting since you no, were retired? I have not. <laughs> I, I miss it as to every once in a while I catch myself listening to one of my old shows. That's as far as it goes. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't have any inkling. I mean, the amount of crap that went on you know uh, between people and stations and so on i don't want anything to do with it anymore it gets tiring does it uh, uh i'm not I, gonna call names i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call anybody out or anything like that i'm just not gonna do that but yeah no no i know i know i know how it goes trust me i've been at it for a very long time and yeah, I'm now been at it for a long while yeah. uh, you know so 
Oh, you you've been around. I mean, you. Were I've been around. around. I was yeah, around. You, you, I started doing this shit back in like '98, and it was. Yeah. You know, you make a half-hour podcast. was popular. Yeah, you make, popular. A, you make. You didn't even call it podcasting yet. I just upload something that was a half hour long, and it would take yeah. me five hours to upload, motherfucker. Was it on the old fifty-six K? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> First twenty minutes is. And then you're finally like, "Welcome," and you're like, "Awesome." And then, like five minutes later, it crashes, and you got to do it all over again. So, it, it that was. No, it wasn't fun. never live back <laughs> back in the start. It was always pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know that, but I mean the connection <laughs> it 50, itself. Well, <laughs> the people need to understand here with a fifty-six k connection. If you broadcasted, only two other people could hear it. Yes. There wouldn't be enough band bandwidth for any more than two people to be able to hear that live. And cable was so outrageous, outrageous, mm-hmm. and that no one had it. You know, uh, a lot of businesses, unless they're uh, big business, they big didn't have it. Yeah. They didn't have it, and no one was really convinced that the internet would be much. But that was back when it was actually the best it ever will be. Well, remember the internet, uh, originally the concept was more for military use and for Mm. government use, and then it spread to the public, like a lot of things do. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, as time goes, the technology got better. I remember when, um, you know, 56K was like the big deal, and then they came up with DSL, and I was like, oh, okay. I had <laughs> two 56K routers. Actually, uh, <clears throat> I had two clocked uh, 56K routers. I had it clocked so I would get 100K out of one transmitting and 100K getting one receiving. And that was like the fastest you could even imagine to get. You know what I'm uh, saying? You got yeah. You got you got two mo- uh, modems connected to one line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah and they, I had them overclocked so that and it was still they slow would put slow. out more. Oh, okay. well, yeah, I was still <laughs> slow as hell. And then DSL came out, and everybody it was the rage, and everybody liked that, and that was crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like you look at it and you're like, oh my god, a hundred megabytes uh, per second, and like it, the speeds are insane. There's like ten gigs on one company. Five G is standard now for like fifty bucks, and <laughs> back in the day it was like a hundred and fifty dollars for fifty six k, and you're like, where's no money going here? Like. <laughs> But that's you know that's the way the the world works. It starts off really really expensive, then and like eventually you know it starts coming down in price. But it just takes a really really long time. Uh, now you still play though. I know you're a retired musician, but you play in your private time, right? Uh, around the house. You that's still. About that's it. About what it, you? man. It's around the house. <laughs> I, I'll oh. pick it up every six months. Oh really? Mm, that's about just it. Still got the the bike? Oh yeah. <laughs> I just went. Uh, we did back of the dragon and tail of the dragon. 
down in West Virginia. Nice. It's like uh, 113 turns in seven miles. The switchbacks are that intense. That's cool. And uh, it's a six-hour ride down the back of the dragon, and it's another two-hour ride down the tail of the dragon. And the tail of the dragon is the the most intense. And that was that was a an, an initiation. It was uh, it was a ride, man. I tell you what, it was. I put a thousand miles on my bike that weekend. I you'll never catch me on one of those just because I'm not. Uh... Let's just say I don't have the uh, coordination <laughs> to to be on a bike. I I definitely lose balance real quick. So the bike re- basically drives itself. You just steer it. That's where I start getting stuck. Right there, right. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I, I'm not the most coordinated person. I was the type of kid who, you know, like they say, you have two left feet. I had no feet to dance with. At least when you have two left feet, you have like, you know, half a chance, no chance, no coordination whatsoever. Now, uh, back to the book, I, you know, I wanted to ask you this. Are we going to get a, a hard copy at all of any of this or is it just going to remain on, on Amazon, Kindle, and, and audio? And it will be, Immortals is supposed to have already been released in paperback. So it will be okay. shortly that it will be released. And the same goes with Twisted. And um, Immortal Apocalypse will be released in paperback and digital, and everything will be in audio at some point. Very cool, very cool. And for anybody who uh, wants to, uh, you know, not only get this, uh, you know, this book on uh, on audio and on a Kindle and paperback when it's available. Uh, how else could they follow your work? Because, I mean, Amazon is very limited on the information. What other ways could they follow you? Well, you there's know, uh, when my your na- stuff's coming out. My name on Facebook is Paul Ison. That's the one I use for my book. It's my, my I don't use a, a fake name for uh, authoring. And uh, it's I-E-S-O-N. So just right. look it up or look up Immortals Among Us. You can find me on Amazon. You can find me on, on Facebook. Basically, those are the two places where you'll find me because I'm rarely online. I don't, I don't do Twitter. I don't do. Um, you're, any you're, not, you're not a, a TikTok, Instagram uh, type I, of. Uh, I, I do do. I do do. I I watch TikTok. I okay. don't really make too many TikToks. I don't. You know. I mean, and I'm one of those people that if I make a video on TikTok, 50 people might see it. Mm. Because I'm not, I don't care about that. I don't want to, I don't, I've been told I need to make content and put it on book talk for TikTok about my book. But it's like, I don't have enough people for, to even worry about it. Everybody who uh, is a friend of mine on there is like a conspiracy theorist anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're like uh, dragons, huh? What part of the uh, Area 51 cover-up is this? Oh, it's a fantasy book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I know you're you know, not as uh, into the uh, subject, but 
uh, fantasy, you know, th these are the kind of uh, novels you like putting out. Is there anything uh, other genre related that you might want to put on in the future that is not well, dealing with this? There's another. Topics? There's another book that I'm going to put out, and that's going to be real, real. It's going to be about. I don't have a, a title for it, but it's going to be about real haunted stories of Northwest Ohio. And it'll, nice. be, it'll be a book of short stories. I'm going to put together like a hundred stories and release that as a book in digital and paperback. And that will probably go into audio as well. Those uh, do very well, by the way, Paul, they do very well. Those kind of books. Just saying. Um, I've got, uh, if you go on, uh, my YouTube, I've got some short stories there that I put into audio that are mine. And, um, but I, I did uh, the speaking in them, so it's not the best. And you might, I might, I might need somebody else to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you know, real happy with, you know, that's why it's on YouTube. That's why it's free. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's a, the the good thing about Amazon that I really enjoy is the fact that they have the audibles and, uh, you know, people do the voiceover and uh, and stuff for you. So you don't have to, like, sit there and read your own book and spend all that time doing the audio version. So they, they're pretty legit in that area. But They uh, are, and they're yeah. real stickler. Do not even attempt to use AI. Yeah. They'll oh, shut yeah. you down. Yeah, they want that authentic, realistic realism voice. That that's really, and it's better that way. I mean, I, the whole AI thing still kind of like trips me out. It's cool, but at the same time, it takes away from the artist. You being an author, um, you know, not only about the AI, but I want also to ask you what what are your feelings on like what Hollywood is going with with the author strike and the writer strike that they're going through right now. I am under the opinion that they're absolutely in the right. Um, when uh, someone claiming to be an actor, all they have to do is just walk in front of a green screen and everything's already done for them. Mm -hmm. How is that acting? True. How is that acting? That's not acting. That's, you know, you, you go uh, turn on an old Boris Karloff movie. That's acting. Vincent mm -hmm. Price, that was acting. Vincent Price went to school to learn his craft. And he was one of the best that there ever was. In my, yeah. you know, that's my opinion. But, you know, uh, you're not going to get that from AI. And, you know, it's like CGI and, and AI put together, you know, it, you can't tell. It's so good now. You can't tell what's real and what's not real. Yeah. And then yeah. you find out through the movies that none of it is real and all of it is 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 fake and it's like green screen everywhere. What was the point? What you know? I mean, um, what is the difference between AI and animation? There really is none. Yeah, AI looks more real. Yeah, I feel that one day we're going to get to the point where AI is going to, and it's not really AI. Because there's still a person that's telling AI, uh, AI uh, I want this. Make this for me, you know? 
and you still got to have like that interaction. It's not like the computer one day wakes up and says, you know what? I'm going to make a Superman movie today because I just feel like it. You know, that is, doesn't work that way. So it's not true AI, but it, it's getting to that, you know, that point when we one day might see that, which is scary because, you know, I'm 100% with the, with the writers on this one also because think about it. Well, not it, only, is, go ahead. it is scary. I mean, you can take AI and create a story. And uh, so I could take AI, have it write out a story, put my name to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how good it is now. I, I could do that and take all the credit for it. But how is that me? How is that my work? That makes me nothing but a fake, phony-ass piece of garbage. You know, yeah, yeah. As far as I'm concerned. And, you know, it's funny because I was listening to um, some AI music. Uh, earlier this uh, last couple of days and uh, there's a channel on YouTube that has uh, AI created Michael Jackson and Tupac songs and you know I'm a, I'm a fan so I had to stop in and check them out and see what, what that was about and I tell you what uh, especially the, the Michael Jackson one kind of really blew me away because it was so realistic Paul uh, eventually, you know, these artists do die. I mean, with AI, you could have Michael Jackson CDs forever and he never even went to record. It doesn't matter. AI would just be, you know, pretend to be Michael Jackson and there could be a new album out every year. It's I mean, I can, I can see the use for computers. I can see a use for robots in dangerous situations and dangerous jobs. Right. Um, and so on. There's a use for 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 all that, but there's the other side of the coin that, in my opinion, no, we don't need to we don't need to use it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. Uh, well, uh, Paul, it's been awesome catching up, man. I can't wait to uh, get all the uh, books on digital and audio. And uh, especially the audio, it's a lot easier for me. I could just put it on and listen to it, and uh, I could give my eyes a rest. Uh, so I, I look forward to having all of them on audio now and uh, checking them out. Thank you uh, for spending a, a time here with us. And uh, easier to get to you again, we said Paul Eisen. You can look him up on Facebook, on the Internet. Just Google him. And uh, check him out on Amazon. You know, get his work if you're an Amazon Prime user. Again, like Paul said, you could just get the Kindle version. And what it's uh, zero uh, bucks. It's free, right? It's it's free if you're uh, one of the Kindle Kindle Prime or whatever people. Yeah, Yeah, Kindle. I forget what that is. (laughs) Kindle Prime, yeah. (laughs) Amazon Prime. You're you're close. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh man, anyway. that's cool. All yeah, right. well, I, thanks I, I, I for having s- me on, man. I will say this, Paul. Like I said, I love the artwork in the cover. It really did throw me off. I thought it was like the uh, the uh, the brand new one, but I'm happy to to hear that uh, there's still more coming out. Uh, Staying good, health, my friend, and uh, hopefully, you know, we get all the uh, the work coming out and uh, I get the last word, brother. Go ahead. 
All right, man, y'all, thanks for listening to my boring ass, and y'all be well, be safe, and don't do nothing I wouldn't do. I'll see you, bye. All right, gang, thanks so much for uh, joining the show with me and Paul Eisen tonight. Fabulous guest. I love his work. Check out the uh, re-release of his book. I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. And uh, to all those watching, please don't forget, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification button, and if you have any comments or anything like that, you know what to do. Leave those comments below. I'll make sure I reply to every one of you guys. And if you have any suggestions, any guests you want to see on my show, please do that there. And I'll, I'll try to book them for you. And uh, until next time, please also don't forget to check out my Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash Angel Espino. And my main website where you can find all the rest of the information on me, including all my podcasts, all free at angelespino.com. Again, that's angelespino.com. Also, thejackal.com. That's for the website show, for the show, The Jackal Said. So remember, angelespino.com is my main website. Thejackal.com is the show page. URL, uh, bookmark both of those, and uh, check in for future episode information. Till next time, everybody, take care of yourselves, be safe, and I will see you again soon with more Inside the Jackal's Head. Peace, everybody. <laughs>